excited this this morning um, to continue um, the word that the Lord gave us last week. And um, I'm telling you, if you were on here last week, we actually delivered a word from the Lord and it was called Think It and Speak It. And that has just really blessed so many lives. And so we just felt led to continue that study today, but there's just some more meat that the Lord has given us that we just want to share with you, you know, and so we're going to just, just ask God to use us. Holy Spirit, we just welcome your presence right now. We just ask you, Lord, to use us to your glory. Um, it is about you. It is not about us. You know, we make mistakes. We fall short. We do all kinds of things, God, but we thank you that you are a forgiving God and that you use these vessels so that you alone will be glorified. And um, so we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. If Look, if you got somebody in your life that needs to change or they've been talking to you about changing or they want to change, you got to go ahead and send them a link now. You, you got to stop right now and send them a link. Send them an invitation to come and hear right now before we even get into this. I'm telling you, go ahead. Because this, again, is life-changing. You want to change? You want to see new stuff in your life? You want to see God operate in your life in a way that you've never seen him before? You know, you want God to blow your mind? I'm telling you, this is the teaching today. Um, and so go ahead and send out some inv invitations right now. All right, so last week we talked about, again, think it and speak it. And we broke it down to you. Um, about how what's in your mind is what's going to come out your mouth. And what comes out of your mouth begins to form what you see around you. And if you want to figure out what a person is you know, thinking, look at their life. If you want to find out what a person is saying, look at their life. Because it's connected. Mm -hmm. Amen. Would you agree, Pastor agree. D? It, it is connected. It is connected. <coughs> All right? and, and, and so um, we're... I want to say this before I start with what we're going to teach you this morning. We are all God's creation. You know, God created all of us. We are all God's creation, but we're not all his children. Man, see, if we could get that, we are all God's creation because he created us, but we're not all God's children. Okay. And so let's look at Galatians to begin before we go into what we want to share with you. Galatians um, 4. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. All right. It says, but when the right time came, when the right time came, God did what? He sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could what? Adopt us as his very own children. So when Jesus came and died on the cross and we believed in him and what he did, we became adopted. God adopted us as his children. And because we are his children, God has sent who? The spirit, the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts. Okay. So we have him inside of us, prompting us to call out Abba Father. 
Okay. <coughs> so we know, you know, that the Holy Spirit comes in and he connects himself to our spirit. That part of us, that's the real us, the true us. All right. And so verse seven says, now you are no longer a slave, but God's own children. And since you are his child, God has made us his heir. Somebody put in the comment section, I'm an heir. If you're born again, you're an heir. You are an heir to what our father owns. All right. And so that brings us to what we want to share with you today, because I want to make sure we get that out of the way. If you're not born again in here right now, then you need to receive Jesus as your Lord so that you can benefit from what we're getting ready to share with you. All right. So if you're not born again, just simply ask Jesus, stop right now and ask him to come into your heart. Tell him you believe in him and you want him to be your Lord. Plain and simple, simple and to the point. All right so that you can benefit from what we're getting ready to share. So are you ready to change? Somebody put in the comment section, I'm ready for change. I'm ready for growth. I'm ready to be all that God would have me to be. Um, I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see some difference in my life. If I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to you, put some hearts up or either type that. Whatever you, whatever your baby wants to do, whatever it's kicking and saying to do. <laughs> all right. All right. So listen. Matthew 13, Matthew 13, we're getting ready to read. All right, so I need y'all to stay with me. I need y'all to stay with me. Matthew 13, and we're going to start at verse 10. All right, y'all there? Verse 10, listen, have you ever wondered why Jesus spoke to the disciples using parables? Have you, have you ever seen in the Bible, you know, where... Uh, you know, God spoke to people in parables. As a matter of fact, it was 39 times, 39 parables that Jesus used. So have you ever wondered why he spoke to them like that? Have you ever wondered why he just didn't talk plain? You know, why did he, why did he have to use a parable? All right, let's, let's find out. Let's find out why Jesus used a parable. And just so you know, maybe you don't understand what a parable is. You never had it explained to you. I'm just going to tell you plain and simple what a parable is. A parable is really a short story. It's a short story that illustrates a moral attitude or a principle. So really simple is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So what, what Jesus did was he actually took um, a story and he held it up beside truth to help us better understand truth. Does that make sense? He took the story and he took truth and he put them beside each other and he of course helped us better understand truth. And so that is what he does. That's what he did. So why did he do that? Why did he do that? All right, let's look. It says, verse 10, this was after Jesus talked to the disciples about the farmer scattering a seed. He had just given them a parable. And his disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables? Why do you use parables when you talk to the people? And he replied, this is what we need to understand. You are permitted. You are permitted to understand. So just, just, just tell yourself, because you're born again, you're a child of God. I am permitted to understand. I am permitted to understand what the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. Man, 
Man, see, we got to get that. Jesus said, you are permitted to understand the secrets or the mysteries. So we have the mysteries and the secrets of the kingdom inside of us. We do because the Holy Spirit is inside of us. So he says, you are permitted to understand, but others are not. Mm. Why? Why are others not permitted to understand the secrets? Listen, listen. Verse 12. To those who listen to my teaching. All right. Those who listen, listen, listening is a consistent, continuous thing. He said, to those who listen to my teaching, those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. So if you listen to God's teaching, more understanding will be given. So there's a difference between listening and hearing. Come on, somebody. There's a difference between listening and hearing. And God was telling me this morning as I was preparing this, he said, you can hear, but not listen. But you can't listen and not hear. I need somebody to get that. You can hear, but not listen. But you can't listen and not hear. Come on, somebody. I need to, I need to make sure y'all hear me. I need to make sure y'all listening. I need to make sure y'all understand what I'm saying. I'm going to say it one more time. You can hear, but not listen. But you can't listen and not hear. Man. See, what I thought about was sometimes we get distracted by these cell phones. And, and the reason why I thought about it was because I was talking to my husband the other day, but it reminded me sometimes of how he probably feels whenever I do it. But I was talking to him the other day and he was on his cell phone and he heard me, but he wasn't listening. Mm. He heard me, but he wasn't listening. He heard all the noise in the background. He heard my voice. He knew I was talking, but he was so distracted by his cell phone that he wasn't listening to me. He wasn't listening to me. And so that is what the enemy wants to do, y'all, is he wants us to be in a mode of hearing, but not listening. And that's why you can go to church for years and years and years and hear the word being preached, but you're not listening. Man, y'all, I need y'all to get this. I need y'all to get this. That's why we can sit in church and hear a sermon and get up and not remember what was said because you heard it, but you won't listen. Mm, 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 mm. I need y'all to hear me. I need y'all to listen. Come on, come on, because you can't listen and not hear. Okay, because if you're listening to me, that means you're attentive. That means that, you, that, that everything I say, I've got your undivided attention. All right. So when you're listening, you're focusing on what it is that is being said. And so what Jesus is saying here is to those who are focusing, those who are paying attention, those who are attentive or attentive to my word, those who are just giving me their undivided attention. He said to my teaching more understanding will be given. Man, man, more understanding will be given. And then he says, if you do that, 
and they will have an abundance of knowledge. Man, come on somebody. So if you're listening, mm, that means you're paying attention. That means God has your undivided attention. You're focusing, you're zooming in on what it is that he is saying. And it's saying right here, if you do that, you will have an abundance. You will have an overflow of knowledge. Man, Lord have mercy. I need y'all to hear me today and listen. This is what he said after that. But you better understand this. For those who are not listening, mm, those who are not paying attention, those who are not focusing, those who do not have, I do not have their undivided attention. He says, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Man. So what little understanding you have. So that lets me know that some of what you hear gets in. It, some of it gets in because he said, even what little understanding you have, if you're not even listening, if you're not paying attention, that's because your mind is always, it's always there. It's always functioning. Okay. So it's picking up stuff, but you're just not paying attention. So he says that will be taken away from them. And then as he says this, that is why I use these parables. That's why I use these parables. He said, because for they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. Why? Because there's distracted listening going on. There is distracted listening going on. Distracted by cell phones distracted by other things, distracted by your own words. You speak something over yourself hmm, and it begins to manifest. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. So, so he says, for they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand because they are distracted. They're distracted by things. And then he says this, this fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah that says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. Why? Because you're not listening. God is always talking. God is always talking to us. He is always sharing with us. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. But he's saying, when you hear what I say, instead of listening, you're not going to understand, man, we got to, we got to get that. We got to stop allowing the enemy to distract us. Even now in this world, even now with what's going on, even after yesterday, we got to stop being distracted and we've got to listen to what God is saying so that we can understand. And he says, when you see what I do, you won't even comprehend it. Why? Because you're not listening. God is going to be working all around you. He's always working all around you. God is performing things right in front of your eyes. But because you're not listening, he's saying, because you're just hearing me, you can't see me. You just because you're, because you're just hearing me, you can't see what I'm doing. You want, oh my gosh, you want to see what God is doing? You want to see the manifestation of God? 
Start listening. Because what's going to happen is when you start listening, you're going to see that God was there the whole time. You're going to see God operating and working and that he was doing that the whole time. It's just that you couldn't see it because you weren't listening. You were just hearing. Mm, 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 mm. Lord have mercy. All right. He says, verse 15, for the cardia and those that weren't here with us last Sunday, you know what I'm talking about when I say cardia for the cardia or the hearts of these people are hardened. He's talking about the mind y'all. He's saying for the mind of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts, their minds, their cardia cannot understand. So what are the gates to the mind? It's telling us right there what the gates are to the mind. You want to see change in your life? Plant some new stuff in your mind. You want to see change in your life? Change what's going through your eye gate and change what's going through your ear gate. If you sit in front of the television all day long and studies have been showing that people spend six hours or more in front of the TV. And if you don't think that's you, that's actually an average person. So if you don't think that's you, I'm going to ask you to just time how much you sit in front of the TV. Write down what time you start and what time you finish to see how much time you're giving to the TV. Because what goes through your eye gate and what goes through your ear gate is what affects your mind. Mm. That is what affects your mind. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That is what affects your mind. What goes through your eye gate and what goes through your ear gate. And so he says right here, for the minds of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their minds cannot understand and they cannot turn to me. Lord have mercy. See, when your eyes and your ears relay the wrong stuff to your mind, Lord have mercy. Mm, 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 mm. It creates an issue. It creates an issue when your mind is receiving the wrong stuff from your eyes and your ears. You sit down and watch a bunch of junk all day. You sit down and watch stuff all day long, 24-7 through your eyes and listen to it through your ears. Yes, you're going to have some dysfunction going on in your mind. And what you think in your mind is going to come out your mouth. And what comes out your mouth, you're going to see it manifesting in your life. Man, you want to see change? You want to see something different than what you've been seeing? Change what's going through the eye gate. Change what's going through the ear gate so that it can affect your mind. Man, we, we make it so complicated, but it's not complicated, y'all. It is easy once you get a hold of it. Once you track what you're actually bringing in, the data that you're putting in. Listen, y'all, it's like a computer. Mm. How many of you know how to use, uh, use the software Word? All right, you type. Whatever you type on those keys, it's going to show up on that screen. Whatever is showing up on that screen is what people are going to read and what people are going to see. But it has to be first typed in. Well, when you actually look through your eyes and listen through your ears, you're typing on your, oh my gosh, you're typing stuff into your mind. You're bringing stuff into your mind. 
Man, Lord have mercy. If we could just get this. And once you understand that principle and you go through the word of God and you apply that principle to everything that you read in here, you will see how important it is to make sure that your mind is receiving what the word says. Man, Lord have mercy. I, man, I need for y'all to hear me because this is, this, is, this is what he says in this section. He says, they cannot turn to me. Your mind will keep you from turning to God. Mm. You sitting there saying, God, why haven't you done this? God, I've been praying to you for this. God, I've been believing to you for this. God, I've been saying this to you for years and you haven't moved. God is saying, okay, it's because of what you're putting in your mind. It's, it's, because of what's, <laughs> it's because of what's sitting on your mind right now. It's because of what you've been listening to. It's because of what you've been looking at. It's because of what you've been speaking out of your mouth. You can't turn to me because of those things. And then he says in that very last part of that verse, verse 15, he says, they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Lord have mercy. <laughs> he said, because of the condition of your mind and because of what you're putting in your mind on a daily basis and the words you're speaking, you have the power. You have the power. He says, they won't let me. You tie God. We, let, me, let me rephrase that. We tie God's hands. We. He says they won't let me heal them. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My gosh. God has already paid the price for the healing. He's already paid the price for us to be healed, but you won't let the healing. Oh my gosh. We won't let we won't let the healing manifest because of the way we think, because of what we look at, because of what we say. How often do you say negative things about yourself? How often are you speaking things into existence because of the very words that you say? I'm going to just raise my hand. There are things I have to just grab my mouth sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Why did I speak that out of my mouth? Why not put that out there in the atmosphere? So we've got to be mindful of what we are speaking. And, and I'm going to say this too. When Jesus was talking to them about how, you know, they were permitted to understand, they were permitted to understand the parables, but everybody else wasn't. Those that don't belong to him were not. I thought about my children and I thought about the fact that when they were growing up and even now, when they were growing up, because we have a relationship, because we have a relationship, we understood what each other was saying at times when we didn't even say a word. We understood what each other meant at times when we didn't say not one word. I can remember when, when our girls were younger and if we were somewhere in a store or at somebody's house and they were acting up or doing something they didn't have any business, all I had to do was give them a look. All I had to do was give them a look. And that look meant you better tighten up. You better straighten up, though your behind is mine when we get home. So they knew and I didn't even have to open my mouth. I didn't have to say a word. 
because we have a relationship and they understood me and I understood them. The same with your spouse. You know, if you've been together for some degree of time or some time, you understand each other. You don't even have to say a word. You, you can be in somebody's house visiting and, and, and you know maybe he's ready to go or you're ready to go. You don't even have to say a word. You know each other so well that all you gotta do is give a look or you can watch the body language and you know they're ready to go. You don't even have to say anything. That's because of relationship. So when you are in a relationship with God, when you are in a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and you know his character, you know him, you can tell this is good what Jesus is saying. You can tell this is good when Jesus is talking because you have a relationship. You have a relationship with him. And so that's really, you know, what he's saying. I believe there in that passage of scripture too. The reason that you understand is because you have a relationship with me. The reason you know what I'm talking about when I say these parables and I use these riddles is because you know me. You know me. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So you've got to have a relationship with him. And so, you know, one of the things I want to ask you before we go is why would a person not listen? We've been talking about listening. We've been talking about the difference between listening and hearing. And, and we've been talking about the fact that you can hear, but not be listening. But you can't listen and not hear. So why? Would a person not listen? I just want to see what you're going to say. Put something up. Why would a person not listen? In a relationship, let's think of a, a, a parent and a child. Why would a child not listen? Because that's what we are to God. We're his children. We established that in the very beginning. We are children of God. We can call him Abba Father. So why do children not listen? You can tell a child sometimes, you know, something over and over again, and they may not listen. Why is it? that we don't listen, okay? I, I'm gonna tell you what I came up with, but I wanna see what y'all come up with, all right? They've already made up their minds <laughs> what they're gonna do. And, you know, they may not believe what you're saying is the right way. So that's why sometimes we don't listen, all right? Sometimes we don't listen because we're just not ready to change. And when people start hearing this and they don't want to hear this because they're not ready to change, that's when people start leaving because they don't want to hear it. But sometimes you're just not ready to change. Your flesh wants to keep doing what it's doing. So you're not ready to change. All right. Distracted listening. Sometimes, you know, God is talking, but you're not listening. You're hearing. And so that's why we don't change. That's why things don't change in our lives because we're not listening. And I shared with you just a few minutes ago that the enemy uses a lot of things to distract us. He uses TV. He definitely uses cell phones. And so we've got to be, we've got to be, um, you know, watching as well as praying to just make sure that we're not operating in distracted listening and map our watching. Map how much time you spend in front of the TV. Map how much time you're spending on your cell phone and pull away from it for baby. Get, give an hour, pull away from it. Give an hour to God from that and see how it changes your life. See how it changes your life. Okay. 
So I'm, I'm glad that you tuned in to us, you know, this, this, um, this morning. And I hope that what we shared, I hope that you will use it and apply it to your life. And if you're not born again on here, if you have not given Jesus, you know, your heart and given him your life, I just want to just, you know, ask you to say a salvation prayer with me. Um, and just simply say, Father, I receive you as my Lord. I believe in Jesus Christ. I, I believe in what he did on the cross. And so God, I thank you right now that I receive him as my Lord. I give my life to him in Jesus name. Amen. If you just said that prayer, that simple prayer, inboxes, messages, go to our website. However you want to reach out to us, just to let us know that today was the day that you gave your life to Christ so that we can begin to pray for you. And if you need a Bible, man, just let us know. We'll get one to you. Um, because I'm telling you, you need to begin to know the word. The first step is receiving him as your Lord. But the next step is renewing your mind. That's why you got a lot of folk who say they're Christians but may not look like it. They may have some areas in their lives their their mind has not been renewed in. And that goes for all of us because all of us have areas that we need to renew our minds in, okay? So the next step is renewing your mind, beginning to change the way you think so that you can begin to see the manifestation of God in your life. So if I'm talking to you and you just gave your life to Christ, understand that renewing of the mind creates transformation in the life. And so that is what we do here at The Harvest. We believe in teaching so simple that even a child can understand it because we understand the power in renewing the mind because that is what hinders growth is an unrenewed mind, okay? All right, so much love to you. Thank you for tuning in. And we ask you to share this, share this because people need to know how to change. All right. Much love and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.